recording is happening. We our voices are being captured mm-hmm. and will be distributed uh, around the globe via the internet. In approximately twelve hours. I'm stoked. I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's good times. I'm glad my brain is no longer wanting to escape my body. <laughs> I just pictured like a. No, my brain's already did. I got nothing. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Good. Same page. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi premium related content. Host the most, goes the most. That was that wasn't lag. That was just me fucking up the intro. Uh, That's fine. I was just, just start the intro over. We're we're out of practice. That's uh, we missed a week <laughs> and now we're all we're all. I fucked it. I fucked it. I fucked it all up. That's all good, buddy. I, say? I just I'm a I'm a up up fucker. He's an up fucker. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi premium adult related toy content. I'm your host with the most. Your ghost with the most. Your one. Your only pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's up, everybody? How's it going? They're fucking great. Cool. Good. I'm yeah. happy to hear that. They're driving down a dusty road in like a rusted-out Ford truck um, with a sawed-off shotgun on the seat across from them. What it's going to get used for, we don't know, but they're listening to this podcast right now. I mean, anything goes in the badlands out there. Yeah, it's true. Gotta watch your six mm-hmm. and your three, possibly your nine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the twelve though. That's the right ahead, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're always watching. Never the look. 12. Never look right ahead. Oh, you always look back. <laughs> slightly off. Always look back. It's always five after. <laughs> it's always five <laughs> after or five two. Never directly yeah, on. Yeah. That's that's it. That's how you do. It. It's more dynamic that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking no nonsense. Going with this. Oh man, speaking of watch, watching your dumb. watching your six and 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 keeping an eye out, um, I was walking walking home to be here so we could record, mm-hmm. and uh, there was some there was some kids walking across on the other side of the street. There's two Uh-oh. two young lads, um, and everything about like their sort of posture and their behavior was just whack, and. Like they were kind of, like one was kind of picking on the other one a little bit. Like there's a lot of head swiping and stuff, and I'm like, should I like intervene? Like I'm a grown should up. I go fight these children. Well, you, see, this is kind of where the story's going because on my notes here I wrote fighting kids, um, <laughs> and like silly me, I'm like I'm gonna just enjoy my lovely like lovely walk home from work. I'm not gonna even listen to music or have my headphones in. I'm just gonna take in the sounds of the world. Um, yeah. And I look over at these kids kind of being shitty, and they look over at me, and I just keep watching, or keep walking, not watching, keep walking, mm-hmm. um, and then one of them's like, yeah, let's get that pussy. And I'm like, I don't know if this was just, like, vulgar talk, and they're talking about, like, like women in a derogatory way, like, this concept yeah. of, like, trying to uh, mate or if they were like gonna jump me yeah but then the one like taller kid was picking on the smaller kid and then i just the wheels started turning and i'm like okay like 
I could definitely kick the shit out of both these kids if I have to. And I just sort of like constructed the scene in my mind, like a healthy mind does when they're confronted with uh, vulgar and potentially violent speak. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I just take the big one out, the other kid will like cry and run away. Um, mm. And then I just realized that the size advantage I had on these children who might be uh, trying to attack me, like I could just like pick them up and just like hawk him. Yeah, you could you could use right? the smaller one as a blunt object to hit the bigger one. Right, because you could just pick them up and just like drop yeah. them on the concrete, and then like their bones shatter. Right, like that's how exactly. Right, and then you'd okay. solve a future problem as well. Right, with them still being in society. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my plan was to just like pick one up and just like hawk him, maybe into a vehicle, <laughs> or like into the street. <laughs> Like, not a moving one, but, like, a park. Oh, yeah, no, that would be horrible in this situation. Yeah, or, like, just into the street on the ground. It's oh, it's like that one statue of the, like, the muscly dude just, like, bursting out, and there's, like, fucking babies flying around. It'd be, like, that type of scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was prepared. I was preparing myself, like, physically and mentally for having to potentially fight, like, two, like, 13-year-old boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be no more Gen Alpha after we're done with you. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be so wild, though. Like, just... That you fought children? Like, that there would be a situation that I might have to. Like, I would never... Yeah, yeah. I, I would never I think want if, that. if you get jumped by, like, shitty park kids, you're allowed to, like, I don't know, break a jaw. Like it's yeah, I think you're allowed. That's the rules. You're allowed to like break the bones of of dirty parkies who are trying to assault you. I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to self defense at least one femur. Yeah, and use reasonable force to detain them until the police arrive. And maybe that reasonable force is like overhand ooga booga caveman <laughs> throwing a child into <laughs> the side of a parked car. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, again, not to reference another thing that isn't us, but, like, I'm now reminded of the scene in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Where right. Where beat the shit out of those kids. Right, yeah, that's a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic piece of cinema. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah, I wonder if they were uh, plotting your demise, or if they were just being scumbags to ladies. Yeah. Because I feel like both are probably accurate. Right, and, like... Like, no harsh judgments. I know, like, kids unattended will say, like, vulgar and vile things because, like, they've got to get get their willies out and they're stupid and kids are just the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, just, like, yeah, the the sort of comic book in my head that I wrote of getting attacked by children (laughs) was kind of funny to me. That's true. Yeah, that, huh. I mean... Victoria, it's not as uh, peaceful as you'd think it would be. Well, like, there was, there was some rough shit going on during the Demic. There was, like, gangs oh, of yeah. roving children just, like, flipping cars and, like, punching old ladies Jesus. and shit. It's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what if it's... T- Wearing all white with bowler hats and fucking jock straps on the outside and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, <laughs> just brav. Just got real clockwork orange yeah. Victoria. <laughs> Oi, brav. You ever been stabbed in the gullet like a little malanky lizard? Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry for anyone who had to listen to whatever voice that was. I'm sorry for any British people that accidentally tuned in this week. Oh man, that may, 
That made me think of this is many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you think you're doing tying your bootlace in the men's room on jizz night? Uh, I don't think we called that episode Jizz Night because I wanted us to like still be able to produce podcasts. Yeah, you were worried we were going to lose our sponsorship with like ND or something like that. Yeah. It's just a whole thing. That's a deep cut. For all of you long-term fans of the show, you will remember... Uh, jizz Night. Yeah, Jizz Night. <laughs> You'll remember Jizz Night, yeah. <laughs> what do you think you're doing tying your bootlace? In the men's room on Jizz Night. That's a very strange fever dream that you had. No, it was just like... I've had weird dreams, too. It was just a dream dream. I don't even think there was, like, NyQuil involved. It was just a weird dream. Oh, wild. Yeah. (laughs) It's dreaming of Jizz Night. Mm Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. I, I I don't blame you. That's... No one wants to be caught with their boots unstrapped on Jizz Night. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> fuck man life's funny uh, yeah it sure is it's some funny shit uh oh man yeah well um, i'm glad you didn't get jumped by kids and i'm glad you didn't uh beat the shit out of kids mm-hmm. no matter how satisfying that probably would have been the caveman overhand like throw like like some, I, sometimes you just want to punch down sometimes you just want to like play life on easy mode you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't want to fight someone that's like appropriately proportioned to me or larger like i don't want that type of challenge i want to ooga booga overhand the easy win i want the easy fucking win i want to feel like a big man bossing these little kids around I mean, they were saying some vulgar, vile shit. They might have been flexing. They would have have learned to never speak again. How many people want to kick some ass? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's... I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, Yeah, same. I don't want to... Don't want to have to record this from, like, your holding cell. (laughs) Or I hope they got that pussy they were looking for. (laughs) Yeah. They're just talking about like a kitten that they're trying to adopt from the SPCA. Yeah, they're just the sweetest children. They just they don't know they didn't learn words good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which valid, fair, understandable, and same. Yeah. Uh, I have lots of things on my little list here that aren't toys. Um, okay. Well, that's a drastic change of pace for this podcast. Uh, he, yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Don't worry. Uh, I was going to ask you about, uh, do you have maybe something you want to confess to the people at home about magic cards? Oh, yeah, I bought some. We talked about that before. I was like, I didn't say I was like opposed to getting magic cards again. No, 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 no. Did I? Black Jellybee Man, can you review the (laughs) tapes? Can you... If someone calls out my hypocrisy, I'm fully aware. No, no, like, I'm down. No, the the funny part is like I I brought up Magic the Gathering, but I was like, yeah. I was like, eh, I don't. We don't really need to talk about it. We're not really a ma- We're not really magic guys. And then like, yeah. 
a week goes by and you're sending me pics of your haul and you're like you're like oh i just i just picked up this and this and this and this and like okay just just how bad of this like how bad of a terrible economic echo chamber we have with one another where it's like yeah i'm i'm mildly into magic these days and it's just like dude i went out and bought everything i they had only 15 of each packs left so i cleared them out no um so i i went in fully not even thinking i was gonna get magic cards right right to be fair Mm -hmm. um but i yeah i was on the stronghold website looking for like warhammer bullshit that i needed to get because you always do Mm -hmm. seeing if a certain texture roller was in in stock or uh if the the zone mortalis base sets were in yet um because I'm working on some Tyranids making a kill team. Mm-hmm. And then something caught my eye, and it was one of the Kamigawa cards. And I didn't know that extended art and showcase art were things now. Right. And I was like, oh shit, this looks like a really cool piece of art on a card. And then I was like, oh, that's like a 30 cent card. That's crazy. And then I saw that there was a something called a themed booster pack. Right. And I was, I was trying to talk to you about it, and I think we were cro- like getting mixed signals for what we were trying to explain here. Right. Um. Ha- so you do the draft boosters, right? Or the 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 ready to play packs or whatever they're called. Well, I picked up draft boosters, set boosters. Uh, I haven't done collectors boosters because they're like fifty bucks a pack. Um. Yeah. And yeah, jumpstart where jumpstart is the the one where. It's basically half a deck in a box or in a pack. Okay. Okay, cool. So I, I did ask them about this and I did bring up the jump start mm. to the person that was at the front counter. Um, so these theme boosters are 35 cards with one guaranteed one rare or mythic. Sometimes you can get more. Um, and then the thing is, it even says on the back, just throw in 25 lands and you have a deck. Okay. That's like ready to go. But it's it's essentially a popper deck. Right, right. Like it's and it's like randomly generated. Hmm. So that and I'm kinda down with that. Yeah, that's it fucking like rad. Evens the playing field. Um and I think normally they're like ten dollar booster packs. Mm-hmm. Um which ten dollars for a magic set or deck is not bad at all, even if it's like a shitty dog dog garbage one. Um but at Stronghold, which is my main place for cards, and it, it's my friendly local gaming store. Let's just say that uh, they have them all on sale for six bucks or four for twenty, mm-hmm. and then it's there's a just a deal. box of free lands. Yeah, they're just like take whatever. If you buy cards here, take whatever lands you want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> so I did a four for twenty. And I cracked open my... I got two of the Kamigawa Neon Cyberpunk Edition ones. uh, And then just two other random ones. Because I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I just... I kind of fell in love with all the Kamigawa ones. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, they were so cool. And I was like, I kind of want to get the rest of them. So I went the next day and got the other ones. And loaded up on the mana. And I was like, alright, this is is it now. Um, So I basically have... Eight decks that are probably dog shit, but that's okay because everyone can pick a deck that will be equally as 
dog shit to play against each other. That's really fun. Uh, and it, it was, like, all in all, I think I paid, like, 40... No, no, I also ordered singles, too, to boost, like, bolster one up. Mm-hmm. So I think I paid, like, 50 bucks tops oh, for, like, yeah. eight decks. That's awesome. Yeah. They're probably not good, but I'm also, like... I, I used to be really into magic. Uh, I, I can't go down that road again. Um, but I am very much into the idea of just, like, no think, just play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, just I, bust I like, them out for I quick like games. That. Yeah, or, like, the other thing I was thinking of doing, too, is, like, if I'm going to bolster these decks out, I'll, like, like, set a limit of, like, okay, you can buy five other rares or whatever to go in there as long as they're not, like, over two bucks per pop or something like that. Mm. You know, because we like to make rules and rules then break them right away. And then break them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, next week, tune in to see what $300 card I bought. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not even playing it, just like the art. <laughs> yeah, I had some ar- no, arbitrary rules about my, my deck, my commander deck that I broke pretty quick. Yeah. Well, that being said, I'm, I'm very tempted by the, the Slivers one that we talked about mm-hmm. a couple weeks back. Um, and also the Lord of the Rings would be kind of cool to have too. So yeah, the Lord of the Rings set looks interesting. Um, I'll probably hmm. I'll probably buy some packs. I don't think I'll go crazy and buy the super collector booster and try to find the One Ring or anything like that. But yeah, I would. I heard about that. Apparently, people already just like, I'll secure the bag. Hundred K. Let's go. Oh, it's up to a hundred now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Hundred K was the last I heard uh, that people were wanting to get it for. Yeah, or willing to shell out for <laughs> when I, I when say. it got announced. The for those of you who don't know, um, Magic the Gathering is doing a Lord of the Rings theme, like a licensed mm-hmm. set, and in it there is a one of one, the One Ring. Um, yeah, and that One Ring, um, yeah, it's just it's a one of one, and so that got announced, and everybody was going crazy about it. And I think the top comment at the time when I saw the post on Reddit was somebody going, "Man." That's going to be one expensive card for Post Malone to put in his collection. And I thought that was quite funny. I was wondering which uh, rapper or pharmaceutical CEO was going to get it. No, Scarelli's in jail. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Good. And I think Fuck him. I think all his Black Lotuses are in, like, uh, evidence box <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Did that one Wu-Tang album get finally, like, heisted as well? Or is that still, like, up in, up in yeah, the Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit behind on my Skrelly lore. Man, what a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck that guy forever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Again, he's, we he's would never rock. we would never wish real world harm on anyone, but it would be a shame Why if someone talk for your fucking self. Stabbed I'm... him in the kidneys in jail. <laughs> I wish real life harm on people for less shit. Like, <laughs> How many people want to stab this guy? And he's fucking. <laughs> Toothbrush shanking him in the kidneys in Minecraft or whatever. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> good job. Yeah, in Minecraft. In Minecraft yeah. is what we're, we're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, magic, fun. Uh, it's cool. I have decks now, I guess. Um, nice. It's neat. Yeah, I got all the weeb ones, so. That's fun. Do I need to get any other sets? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe. No, you're set. I don't know. I, I Now that I have those, like, those boosters, I, I kind of just want to go that way from now on. Well, like, I was 
kind of stoked on like the 40k magic cards yeah yeah and the 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 alt art 40k card for um i think it's chromatic lantern is like Mm -hmm. some fucking fluffy dumb like skull lantern 40 like some greeble shit that would be like dangling from a space marines like hip oh and it's like that and it's just like spiky chains and like purple flame and it's so dumb and i'm like i need a chromatic lantern for this sliver deck that i'm fantasizing about so (laughs) what if i pay like five to six dollars for that fancy chromatic lantern even though it's a card that's been reprinted like a fuckload and i think a normal one is like two dollars like but. yeah but that's only like a couple dollars that's like like the price of coffee difference between like a cool 40k card and like your normal boring vanilla but also my collector brain is broken so i'm like if i buy one to put in my sliver deck i should probably buy two or three extras just to have them in case i need them in the future and then i'm like why mm. is my brain busted like yeah just in case they jump up i mean what i've noticed for magic though is like the prices are very much all over the place mm-hmm. Like, I'll be going through, I'm like, wow, this is, like, a 30-cent rare. Wow, this is a 95-cent rare. Okay, maybe this one will be... Nope, that's $300. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> I guess I'll get the the 25-cent non-foil version of this. Yeah, there's, there's some wacky shit. And, like, uh, for those of you who don't know, Magic also started doing the secret layer drops, where they'll do, like, yeah. fancy art versions of cards. And, like, you get five cards and it's i think it's fifty dollars if you want them normal looking and it's like 70 if you want them shiny or some shit um something like that yeah and that either equates to these cards instantly become far more valuable or these cards instantly become worth nothing and like the disparity is quite huge because like some of them are reprints of just cards no one really cares about just garbo ones i would hate to buy a fifty dollar pack and pull like three bucks. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I know it's gambling, but like, fuck. That's, that would be... Yeah, that's the collector boosters, um, mm. where those are all supposed to be like, you know, rare or mythic rare or shiny or full art or X, Y, and Z. And right, right. they're between 30 and $60 a pack. And the, the kind of. The kind of obligatory joke, like whenever you go to Whole Foods and you're like, eh, more like whole paycheck, uh, the obligatory yeah, joke yeah. with um, with those is you pay, you know, you pay $50 for $10 worth of cards. Yeah, excellent. Good. The way it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why I just buy singles normally, even though I literally just said that I bought eight boosters. I mean, cracking cracking packs is fun. It's like that gambling hit the the like mm-hmm. the nostalgia mixed with the gambling mixed with the dopamine. Like it's it's fun to crack yeah, packs, totally. but like I'm I'm kind of trying not to buy packs because like I like the constructing and building aspect of putting together a magic deck and like working on my zombie deck over the last month or month and a half two months has been really fun and like i've done a couple online orders i've like gone to you know my local yellow jacket my local magic card shop and like they had a a grave crawler which 
Um, Gravecrawler, I'm building a, a zombie. Now now it's just a magic podcast. This is what I was okay, trying... Magic podcast, sorry about that. This is what I was trying to avoid <laughs> a couple weeks back when you're like, tell me about your magic. And I'm like, nah, because I knew this would it's happen. Okay. We, well, I do have a lot of other toys, too, so don't worry, everyone. Uh, we'll go back to like what you're probably here for, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Gravecrawler is a one-mana one-one that you can cast from your graveyard for what one-mana... <laughs> I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's great. He's fucking annoying, um, but he's a great standard zombie for this zombie commander deck that I'm building. Um, and they had one, and and Gravecrawler fluctuates, but he's between five and fifteen dollars sliding scale. It he's all okay. over the map okay. because he's kind of he's an auto include for any zombie deck, right? It's like you can cast right, the fucker right. from your graveyard for like the same that you cast him for. Um, That's pretty handy. Fucking great. He never leaves the game. He's always coming back unless he's exiled. <laughs> he's the worst and the best. Um, and there he was. He was in the little. They have these little cups on the counter where it's like all of the sort of fun stuff that's not too spicy that like are kind mm. of auto includes. Like if you're looking for a fucking like I don't know arcane signet or like um a soul ring which are auto includes for most decks for yeah. commander like they'll be there in the cups for like two or three bucks kind of thing and gravecrawler was in there and i was like fuck yeah oh, and he yeah. was like five bucks or something and the dude working was just like just so you know he's got a little damage on the corner of the card and i was like i don't give a shit i love him <laughs> like, like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's why the price point was what it was is because he was like slightly dinged and i'm like thank you for telling me don't care i'm, I'm gonna use the shit out yeah. of this guy He's getting sleeved, doesn't matter, I'm not, you know, yeah. showing off. This is fine. Yeah. So shout out to Gravecrawler, and there's nothing more satisfying with a zombie deck than a turn one Gravecrawler. It's like, you put your swamp mm. out, you tap it, you bring out that piece of shit, and you know you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, when I was going through the free lands, I was like, I could just, like, blind grab the, like, 25 or whatever I need, but I'm like... That's some cool looking lands in here, and I wouldn't mind pulling like different art. So, like, spent longer than I should have just pulling free shit, too. I was like, hmm, this looks cool. Nice. Oh, these are Kamigawa ones, so I should probably put these. I'm like, hell yeah. No, that's... see myself just losing a full day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the fun of it, though. The um the 40k decks, the planes card they did is like yeah a, a beautiful like field of some crop in the 40k universe, and like a beautiful mm -hmm. like sunset looking sky with like purples and pinks, and like it's beautiful. And there's just a fucking yeah. Lehman Russ just like in the middle of the field. <laughs> oh yeah. no, I kind of want those now. Fuck. Yeah, they're pretty great. My two hobby hyper fixations right now game hobby hyper fixations mm -hmm. right now i i just went in to get a fucking small pot of the speed paint zealot yellow and i, <laughs> I walk out with all this bullshit like god damn it how it happens <laughs> well at least i'm painting up my tyranid kill team like hornets because i hate hornets and wasps and shit so much so it just makes sense that like the thing that will inevitably kill that universe are just bees. Yeah. So it works it works for me. Yeah. That's dope. That's fun. Yeah, should be cool. Actually that, that zealot yellow is really nice. Yeah. It it does what it should Cover, do. It covers well. Yeah, I did I tell you I was messing around with speed paints recently? No. No. Oh, they're handy. Yeah, no, they, I they fucking love them. They, uh, the only thing is I noticed that I did have a little bit of uh, the reactivating happen mm. on one of my guys, but, like, it wasn't a deal breaker. I I think also, like, 
as painters for minis and things like that, we definitely don't do the thing where we like let shit rest. Right. Like, all right, dry enough. Next layer. Let's go. Yeah. No, I'm dry I'm, enough. I'm Let's throw some washes. Guilty on. of that. Totally. So I, I think that's what did it. Man, um, speed paints I mean, are the other... fucking fantastic. Yeah, they're awesome. I I'm really enjoying them like quite a bit. Like the the there's like a brown like the leather rucksack leather I think it is mm. or some, whatever it is that was like a really nice like earthy orange brown color and I used that as um, base coat for one of my marines and I was like yeah hell yeah this like like I'm still gonna do some washing and dry brush like all that sort of stuff and. It just, it kind of, like, helps with it, you know? Like, because if you watch stuff, you might miss a certain little line or something like that. It just, it, it, it's not anything that I'm going to use to replace a process. It's going to be used to enhance the process. Mm -hmm. It's, it's funny because, like, whenever, like, consuming, like, hobby content on YouTube or whatever, like, whenever speed mm -hmm. paints get mentioned, there's always this, like, sort of asterisk, like, like, yeah. it's cheating, or it's not cheating, or this or that. I don't think there's any actual discourse about using speed paints or not. I think everyone's in agreement that they fucking rule. And, like... Yeah, exactly. But any anytime a YouTuber it, mentions speed paints and they're like, Now you're gonna say I'm cheating, but... <laughs> and it's just like, just uh, use the no. fucking speed paint on the brown, dude, and let's move on. Like, show me how... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This it's a it's a tool to help you get to where you need to go to. Like just, yeah, and there's just so yeah. so many like very useful techniques. Like even if it's just mm. simple like blocking out all your main colors with speed and doing some highlights or yeah. you know, or the slap chop thing where you like zenithal and then do speed paint over top or contrast over top to like do the thing, like yeah. yeah. Um actually a slap chop method is when you zenithal and then do a white dry brush over top of your zenithal to get even higher highlights. And imagine I'm doing the, like, slow jerk motion with my hand, too. Yeah, I I think the biggest <laughs> problem with Slap Chop is the name is fucking stupid. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, and any, any sort of, like, quick method to, like, get your base in there is, like, more than valid, so. Well, especially if you're, like, so if you're doing, like, hero painting or, like, parade painting, it makes sense to, like... Take your time, do your shit, enter your garbage into Golden Demon, why not? But if you're like, like with me, I have 30 fucking uh, just grunt world leaders to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spend the same amount of time on all of them unless it's five fucking minutes. Right. Like, <laughs> like everything's going to be very assembly line for that. Mm -hmm. Like, these are just like... Like, regular run-of-the-mill jerk-offs. Like, they're not any fucking characters. Like, they, they don't need to have that process. If you want to, like, spend your time on, like, a character, hell yeah. Take as much time as you want. Don't use speed paints if you're going to be weird about it for that either, right? Like, mm. go old school way. But, like, I don't know. It just feels like the right way to, like, get your shit tabletop ready. Mm-hmm. It's so like it's so funny that like tournament ready is such a funny standard of painting because yeah um I don't know if I'm sure it varies from tournament to tournament but tournament ready for I think it's Las Vegas Open um yeah tournament ready means uh, all of your figures are based on the appropriate size base yeah um 
there is three colors per model. Yeah. And that's it. So, like... I, I told you what I heard someone did once, right? What? No, no, tell me. Okay, uh, Black Jellybean Man, rewind the tape if this is a thing I said already. <laughs> uh, apparently... <laughs> What someone did was they entered that tournament and they had like the three, the bases, the three colors thing. So to get around that, all he did was just took three colors and then did a stripe on the base of each. Oh, didn't that... paint the figure. <laughs> just three stripes. I love like red, blue, white, I, or whatever. I love the level of not giving a shit that's so cheeky and shitty. But also, it's like, if yep. I was playing that guy, I'd be like, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, you know, I would if he beats me. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you win, you're like, hell yeah, dude. Fuck the man. But if he beats you <laughs> with this, like three stripe army it's like fuck this guy fuck this guy forever <laughs> yeah i think if if i ever did like a shitty fast paint job i would just do some like airbrush shenanigans where yeah that's yeah yeah i would just like you know prime it like a deep red hit it from above or hit it from underneath with an orange and hit it from above with a yellow or something and be like yes i have yeah, totally. like abstract tyranids and then like maybe go in and like <laughs> pick out some of their teeth with like some bone color or something and call it a day mm -hmm. oh man i i will always 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 hate doing eyes and lenses mm. like that is the one thing that will always like and because it's always the last thing you do too right like i will always fuck up a mini oh, if i have to paint its eyes man i want to do a whole fucking nids army now and just do some do airbrush it. shenanigans like add it to the laundry list of shit though like that's what i did with my like necrons like my my fuckload of necrons i was like all right um i think i did like bottom half fuchsia top half teal or like flip it whatever mm -hmm. so i just went like vapor crons on it and like did a black wash over top oh that's that's, that's kind of fun and they were they they i mean i should go over top and like do a quick dry brushing of like just the base fuchsia base base teal mm-hmm um, but, like, other than that, I'm, like, I'm not gonna paint fucking plasma. Ew. Yeah, there's just, like, a gape, <laughs> there's just, like, a gaping hole in my heart where a complete army has never been, you know? Like, yeah, like no, I get that. my, my guard army is a whole fuckload of tanks, and, like, I hate all the troops, and, like, <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I also, get what you mean. I, I don't I've think we ever so talked about it, but the fucking... The new battle tank, the the Rogel Dorn. Yeah. There's no bottom. Yeah. There's no bottom. <laughs> those, yeah. No. Those assholes. Well, like, are you gonna see the bottom at any? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I think it's stupid too. Yeah. But like, you've seen how hollow like all the other tanks are anyway. Yeah, that's true. And you could just cut a piece of plastic card to fit and call it a day. Yeah, it, it's but it does feel it feels very bad. Lazy it feels bad considering how expensive mm -hmm. all the GW stuff is. Right. So, yeah, it, it's one of those things where I'm, like, like, logically I don't give a shit. Right. But from a, like, consumer standpoint, I very much do. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But the Royal Adorn does look really cool. <laughs> I... Yeah. Other than it's <laughs> no bottoms. Yeah. You only gave me half a model and you're wearing a whole fucking smile. What the hell's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. So I'm, like... 
I'm sorry, toy listeners to this podcast. Um, I started painting up an old metal model. Uh, I I have the the old metal lictor Tyranid. Oh, okay. And I was I am so glad that GW isn't doing metal models anymore. Just because they suck. They fucking suck. It fucking sucks so much. I think the only way I would paint metal again is if I bought, like, an indie pewter model that somebody, like, spin cast. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, no, this is, like, I don't know. I, I've i always liked the way that the lickers look, and I think the only way you can get them now is, like, the Citadel fine cast or whatever. Right. So, like, either way, you're gonna have to do some, like, bullshit with super glue. Um, but this is, like, an old model, like, kid kid-tier model. It was only primed white slightly. So I was like, okay, it's a, a base model. Let's go. Um, and the way that the arms were posed was kind of dumb. So like one was down and one was like up doing the like rah, thing. Uh, so I snapped that one and I cleared out the old glue and I super glued it back into place. And the super glue didn't set right away. So I had to like put it back in and like the hole was just not really fitting in super well and it was just like a bit of a finagle and I put it on one of the old square bases to use just to paint with Mm -hmm. totally fine primed it up everything was all good I don't know what happened but it like fell over and like shit just broke like one of the big like scythe arms came off the arm that I repositioned came off and I was, like, trying to, like, glue it all back together, and it was just, like, not fucking working at all. And I'm like, I hate this. I hate the metal models so much. You know what happens when you drop a plastic one? Fucking nothing. It's fine. Yeah, they bounce, and maybe sometimes something breaks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then some of the primer chipped off as well, because it's metal. Right. Like, fuck. Ah, ah, yeah, ah, hate and, it. like, yeah, having to <laughs> drill and pin stuff, too, is a fuck around, and... Yeah, I don't want to wear out my, like, thin drill drill nibs nibs either. Like, it's just, no. Yeah. Not about that life anymore. I got too much shit going on. Yeah, I would definitely paint up some pewter indies, and there's a couple that I've been looking at that I'm like, ooh, I should get you. Um, But I don't don't have an interest in, like, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe Gaskell Thraka. There's, like, a couple, well, fuck it, I'll paint pewter, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> well, I also find, and this is probably like because it's an old model anyway, but like just the detail seems a lot softer as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's heavier and it's softer. And I'm like looking at other like metal models from other companies, like like War Machine and like Warforged or whatever it is, and like even that, it's like all the the plastic parts look great. The second you get to the metal component, and you're like. Why was this a decision? Like, is it cheaper to do the metal? Is it? Yeah, I, it seems like it wouldn't. I, be. I think for a time, um, spin casting pewter was like the cheapest way to do it, and the cost of pewter was okay. really cheap, and like, it was just the way to do it, and it was the way it was always done. And then I think like there was that mm. threshold of injection molding becoming more and more affordable as people outsourced it to foreign countries to do injection molding, and right. then like it just surpassed it and they gave up. But like. Yeah, because, like, um, shout out to Jeremy for this little tidbit of knowledge, but, like, Ralph Partha was out of a barn 
in um somewhere in ontario i think and like really yeah and there was just like spin cast metal dudes who were like oh we have a spin caster let's start making minis and so it was like some guys in a barn who had a spin caster and then like the guys in nottingham the guys for games workshop same thing it's like oh we have access mm-hmm. to this like machinery that's used for other manufacturing like why don't we spin cast our minis and like so i think it was like relatively accessible machinery and okay. more so than injection molding which is a bit more of a complicated process right right which again it's funny that you mentioned that because now it's like it's just you send off your stuff overseas and then mm-hmm. in six to eight weeks you get your order back right so it's it's funny how that happens things change sometimes for the better most of the time but, for the uh, worse oh hell yeah did you uh <laughs> did you get any toys brother man uh yeah i got a few um picked up uh transformers legacy evolution thrust jacker uh, thrust jacker Pump cruncher uh he's cool he's got a major dongle Pussy getter. On him, which is really fun <laughs> sorry i mean a headmaster was already kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, it is... Oh, man. How's your headmaster? No complaints. Uh, I want to say Thunderwing, but it's totally not Thunderwing. Jesus Christ. Isn't that Crash Bandicoot bad guy? (laughs) I think this might be why I can't remember names of things. Thunderhawk? Got you good fucker. Nope, that's Warhammer again. God damn it. <laughs> I have him in my fucking hand. Who are you? Who are you? Metalhawk. It's Metalhawk. Jesus fucking Christ. What year is uh, What? Uh, I did a I did a Robin Williams. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, Transformers Legacy Evolution Metal Hawk. Jesus Christ. Uh, what we the do fucking slog of what this. What we all. do is nonsense. It really is. Uh he's fun though. I've had a lot of people complain about him. Or I've heard a lot of complaints about him. Uh all those complaints are valid. Not sure if they're justified though. Ooh, uh let's so, get like, into the been... minutia. <laughs> So he's very much, like, cartoon-colored, which is funny because a lot of people, especially with, like, like, a lot of collectors, like, yeah, especially for, um, Masterpiece, they're like, oh, I want the cartoon, cartoon, cartoon accuracy. So, they released this guy, uh, he's based on the Voyager Cyclonus mold from Earthrise, um, yeah, Earthrise... Or Kingdom, which fucking ever. It, it's all the same shit. Um, <laughs> so, remold of that, but slightly tweaked and everything. Um, and the, the original toy, he had like a gold chrome chest and like silver chrome legs and things like that. Uh, GPS is a thing, gold plastic syndrome is a thing. Um, so, he's just kind of like a slightly pearlescent yellow chest. Right. Uh, and that. That fits with how he looked in the cartoon. He just kind of had a yellow chest and kind of like sort of grayish silvery legs. He looks great. He's fun. He's fine. His nose cone and transformation doesn't like accordion out like um, Cyclonus's does, 
but it's still a pretty fun, satisfying transformation. And he's a lot... I keep forgetting how big this mold is. <laughs> like, every time I, like, mess around my Cyclonus, I'm like, yeah, he's, this guy's pretty pretty thick, pretty pretty chunky, pretty That's hefty. That's a thick-ass uh, boy. Right? But I think it's because all the previous versions of, uh, of Battlehawk have been smaller, like, deluxe or smaller. Like, he originally came out as a Pretender, which was... The core robot that would fit into, like, a, a shell toy of a, a, a man. Yeah, those are the Transformers that would walk <laughs> a thousand miles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be the one uh, to get in your bedroom as a kid. Um, yeah. that, that song... He's fun. I like That him. song is by the <laughs> Pretenders, right? No, I know. I know what you're, you're getting at. It's, I, uh, they're, they're Scottish. Right. Good stuff. And then, and here's another one to make all of the uh, the name rememberers mad. Um, <laughs> I ended up scoring the, uh, I believe he was a Toys R Us exclusive. Um, oh, fuck. The song's by the... the Proclaimers. Oh, fuck. Oh. I mean, I, I thought it was the Pretenders, too. I've got so to turn in worry. my 80s radio song. Ex aficionado no, card. Do, do what we always do. Blame it on the Mandala effect. So in our universe, they were the pretenders, right. not the proclaimers. Mm -hmm. Never take any accountability for mistakes or incorrect right. music right. <laughs> claims. Um, yeah, he's one of the. There's two. Oh, fuck, I, I'm. This is, I was saying earlier how I'm like, my fucking brain is empty. I don't know how to make words come out of my brain today. Mm -hmm. This is it. Trying to get me to remember the fucking, like, names of Transformers on the spot right now <laughs> makes me feel like I'm about to have a fucking stroke and just not wake up tomorrow. Do you want to bail and do questions? Um, yeah, but I also want to say I did pick up the Boris Karloff mummy. Oh, fuck yeah, from the Migo? Well. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, he ended up being on sale on Amazon, and I was like, you know what, fuck you, let's do it. Uh, I also have the Flocked Wolfman coming in the mail, but we'll talk about that next week, I think. We we will indeed. We will, we'll, we'll go more into Mego next week, so uh, sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe more magic, who knows? More magic? To, yeah, Tony's Boomer Corner. We can make a little intro song or some shit like we used oh, to do. I, why, okay, we, why do I get the Boomer Corner? <laughs> You're the only one collecting Migos there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, that's probably only a matter of time till I collect Migos. Like our whole echo, our I, whole echo chamber thing. I'll probably get one at some point now. That's true. There's a there's a good chance that I'm just gonna buy you the the fucking swamp thing. No, the creature. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, questions. Yeah, let's do it. Questions from the. Discord. Hey, Vladbad is starting our question section off with yeah. our Micronauts Boomer Bait, <laughs> or do they get a pass? God, fuck you, Vladbad. No, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're all right, Bad Vlad. Uh, borderline, because didn't they come out in the '80s? So, yeah, I think there's like definitely, um. It's definitely a Gen X toy line in North America, yeah. anyways. It's very much a Gen X toy line, um, but they're cool and they're Japanese, mm -hmm. and so I think that sort of transcends <laughs> the like 
Now, yeah. if you collected Henshin Robo, um, that would be more Boomer Bait, I think. No, I think that also gets a pass. I thought that was, like, well, okay, that, we need to ask in that case, do the, like, Barbie doll-scaled G.I. Joes count as Boomer Bait, or are they Gen X Yes. Bait? Oh, they're both. Um, okay. Yeah, 12-inch tw so... Joe is very much, um, some, some weird Gen X shit. Um, okay. and, and some boomer bait shit, which is like fine and it has its place, but I think the henchin cyborg and the henchin, ro henchin robot cyborg. Um, I think it's henchin cyborg again. My brain is not working. Today. That's okay. I'm so sorry. Henchin cyborg is like this magical, cool thing that mm. uh, some American toy designer looked at and it's like, yeah, we can convince kids to enlist with this. So, like, <laughs> there's G.I. Joe is great because it's like army man, cool. And there's not, you don't need to think very hard about it. And then when you do think really hard about it, how it's all just propaganda to perpetuate like the military industrial complex, it gets like really sad and you want to disassociate and leave the planet. But like, yeah, G.I. Joe, definitely boomer bait. Hench and Cyborg definitely transcends because it's just so cool and interesting and like mm. unique. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, and I think Micronauts are the same. Like Micronauts are kind of uh kind of get a pass because it's it's white labeled shit it's not like they didn't transform it in any way they just slapped mm -hmm. a sticker on the box and were like it's called micronauts i guess and yeah. like, <laughs> so it's just cool japanese toys that are still stamped with takara but just marketed slightly differently yeah i think wasn't it also by migo yeah it was migo yeah, I think it was Migo that brought... Oh, wow. Uh, I guess we are coming full circle now, too. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I've always fucking collected Migo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Vladbed. Uh, Micronauts definitely get a pass. And also, Boomer Bait is just a fun thing we get to say. It's 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 benevolent. It's benign. It's, not, it's neither good I, nor I bad. I think it's also transcended, because I know for sure we definitely used it kind of as like, an insult, maybe a borderline slur, mm -hmm. uh, until we started very much being like, oh, oh, we were wrong and these toys are actually pretty fucking cool. So, right. <laughs> now it's, it's kind of more of a self-own, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, except for Hot Wheels cars. Fuck those. Those are definitely <laughs> boomer bait in a derogatory <laughs> term. Sorry, Black Jelly Bean Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's good. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Uh, do it. Do it and embrace your inner boomer. Uh, maybe complain about a younger generation like we just did earlier this episode. I didn't complain. They were gonna jump me, Tony. They weren't. They might have. They were. They were like, "Let's hold him down and get his bussy." That's what they said, Tony. That's what they <laughs> said to me. <laughs> Uncle Jason, what are your thoughts on the Kenner Centurion's toy line? Are there any similar toy lines that you would recommend? Centurion's Oh, are, shit. Centurion's rock. Um, Visionaries. Power Extreme. Burt Reynolds, the action figure. Yeah, Cent Centurion's... Speaking of boomer bait. No, uh, Centurion's yeah, rock. So. Uh, uh, Supernaturals and Visionaries, I feel like, are similar vibes, aren't they? Yeah, they, those are those are definitely the three um, mm -hmm. that feel. Like, dude, I used to have. Um, 
I used to have the green Centurion, except he was missing an arm for some reason. Okay, okay. And no accessories, and I was so pumped because I thought it was Robot Burt Reynolds. Was he kind of part of your shithead Avengers? Like, you had him play with your other toys, or...? Uh, yeah, but not very well, because he was just so big. And I was right. like, well, yeah, it makes sense. He's Wait, Robot Burt Reynolds. Are, he, are Centurions the me. ones that have all the holes where you can plug yeah. shit in? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, those are the ones. I, I feel like I Supernaturals would, you know and... I feel like Supernaturals and Visionaries are similar but different. Like, it's the same era, but those two have more in common than... Yeah, all drastically different size points, too. Um, right, right. Like, Centurions are... I think just shy of twelve inches. They were like eight or nine inches, something like that. Are brave um, are brave star figures big like that? Yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah, it's about the same size. Is it brave star? Maybe check our brave star yeah. if you don't know that that was a thing. I I did have the brave star figure, and he was really fucking cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I found him at one of the cherry bomb shows, and I like just went through a brave star kit. Like I've got the whole series on DVD, right? And I was like, this is fucking tight. Um, so it was, like, fresh in the, in the memory of, like, yeah, I gotta get this. Um, Visionaries, I think, are closer to G.I. Joe scale, though. Yeah. They're a bit smaller. Um, and then what was the other one? Supernaturals. Those ones, those are also the ones with, like, the holograms and the different faces, right? Yeah, they have holograms. Yeah, I feel like, I think those guys are built more like your Kenner Batmanses. Like, five-inch, five points. Yeah, something like that. They might even only have four points, because if I remember correctly, the hologram, like... Like, there's no neck joint on them. Like, they're all, like, one piece, right? Uh, I think it's coin toss. I think some of them had neck joints, some of them didn't. Sick, sick. Um, I feel like there was another one that was, like... I can't remember the name of the toy line. Shocker, I know. Um, but they were kind of built like Manny faces in, uh, He-Man, mm. where, like, they'd have, like, a helmet and then a spinning face mechanism, so they'd be like, he's a man, now he's, like, a lion man, that's his powers, he's a, a furry. Oh, Which, fair and valid. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that, but if I do, I will bring it up next week, but my brain is a sieve, and I probably won't, and I'm so sorry. Uh, but check, check that out if you are inclined. Black Jelly Bean Man, how do you feel about graded Pokemon cards? And oh. is it a good investment to get Pokemon cards graded? Uh, I sure as shit wish I had graded my fucking Shadowless Charizard before the sun destroyed it. Yeah, I wish you, uh, had it not in direct sunlight. <laughs> it's okay, Scary. it's mine, mine forever till yeah. I died. Till I died. That's uh, fair. Uh, no, I think I think grading grading trading cards makes more sense to me than grading Comics. action figures. Oh, um, action figures, yeah, that, or VHS tapes, and definitely VHS tapes, which is a scam. And I think comics get a pass because it's just like it's been part of their collecting minutia for so yeah. long. Um, I know I'm just shitting on comics because it's funny. Yeah, but I don't know if it's necessarily a good investment because the cost to grade a card now is like a hundred bucks. yeah it it depends and a lot of times too like a lot of things can fuck up during transit like if you so if you were to like crack a pack pull out that card and then immediately sleeve it and send it off to get graded you're not guaranteed a gem mint yeah it's like like, that that's the other thing they're very like 
tens are harder to come by unless you go to one of the places that are just like we'll grade anything a 10 for a few extra bucks yeah i think as far as the investment thing goes you're probably better off just selling cards not graded to other collectors um but i also think it's easier for everybody yeah it's it's also a tough one too because like i feel feel like if you don't give a shit about pokemon cards then getting into it as far as like the wheeling and dealing goes is probably Mm. a waste of your time and energy but if it's something that you really yeah and if it's something you really like then you know sort of having a revolving door of some cards to trade up and whatnot makes sense to me um yeah but i would not recommend to any human being on this planet to just like buy booster packs and open them and hope to make money off it there's there's uh, you know roulette probably has way better odds like if you want to gamble yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. um it's funny i have one so i i had a single graded card um and i i don't know why or how but it, it was it was at a walmart checkout again black jelly Bee man pretty sure i talked about this on a previous episode uh but in like the impulse buy area when you're leaving walmart um they have like their like pre-made packs of just kind of garbage Pokemon cards. But, like, once they had ones that were, like, graded cards, like, actual graded cards, um, and I think it was, like, five bucks, and you get one of them, and it was one of the pop promo Blazikins. And I was like, cool, that's fine. And when I looked it up, I was like, oh, it's just, like, a dollar rare card, whatever. Um, When the Pokemon boom happened... Uh, a few years back during the pandemic, uh, I put that card up for sale on eBay. Like, just, like, I think I put it at a $5 starting bid, and I can't remember the exact number of how much it sold for, but it was definitely way more than $5 that I made on it. Did you get a clean hundy on it? I think I got, like, I think I got over 100 actually. Oh, fuck yeah. And, like, that was after shipping, too. Like, my take-home was over 100. Um, and it was just because it was graded. Mm. Like, it doesn't fucking matter what it was. It was just graded at, like, a 9 or a 10. And someone just was like, I fucking need it. Uh, flip side to that, too, one of my friends who collects, like, primarily Mew cards, um, the cheapest way he could get one version of this Mew he was looking for was a graded copy. He got it. And just snapped it open and took the card out and put it in his binder. Oh, fuck yeah. So, like, I respect both sides of that. And, like, I'm, I'm a binder boy as well. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to send off my shit to grade. I just, I was thinking about it when, like, Fan Expo had the guys in so you could, like, drop your shit off and not have to, like, pay to get it shipped. But you'd still have to pay, like for the grading but i was like yeah no it's not worth it yeah so it's not worth it uh, in my humble opinion but i also collect for fun not as a business right yeah cage what's the oldest toy you own slash what's the toy you've owned the longest oh shit Um, that is a good one oldest toy i own is probably the rubber head that someone ripped off a wacky wobbler and jammed on the stick shift of my dad's 1949 Mercury Meteor. Um, and it now lives proudly on the wall. And actually, um, 
I don't know. If you've listened to the podcast a long time, you probably saw the Cliff Monster episode and I talked all about it. Um, mm-hmm. It was the inspo for the secret mask that came with this latest Reggie run. Ooh! Um, spoilers if you haven't gotten your Reggie. Actually, I think my, my tracker said everybody's got theirs. But uh, yeah, the okay, secret okay. secondary mask for, for Reggie was based off that, that, that wacky wobbler Cliff Monster. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. So that's probably the oldest. Um, um, off the top of my head, I don't think I have many toys from, like, before the 70s. Uh, and unless... the toy I've owned the longest, I think there's there's multiple Rubbermaids at my mom's house up island, still full of all my old, like, Kenner and whatnot. Um, yeah. And I think, like, my, my teddy bear is still there, too, so probably that guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, I have a... I have a t- I'm sorry, I'm actually gonna go to one of my shelves right now to see when this toy was released. Um... How fucking old are you, dog? It might be the... The Jacka... Like the the Super Sentai JKQ uh, car that I have, because I think that was from the seventies. Um, like maybe I have a Zubato that's older, or um, maybe. an Alien Icarus. No, I think I don't think I've got one from the seventies. Yeah, I feel like there might be like some sort of vinyl I have. Yeah, I think I think most of my Sentai mechas are like, like my pre MMPR ones. I think those ones are eighties, but like, not anything. Man, that's that's the problem when you like start collecting like older toys too. You're like, shit. Everything really did just kind of come out in the seventies and eighties. That was tight. So uh... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so even then, my like childhood baby stuffed animals are still going to be newer than some of the toys that I have that I could have pulled out to reference. Right, right, right. So, uh, hmm. 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 Uh, but then again, what's the toy that I've owned the longest? Um, I kind of want to say Gen 1 Stalker. The Transformers Generation 1 Stalker. Uh, because I did get him before my uh, G2 re-release Optimus Prime because that was my first Transformer hmm. ever. Very good. Very and good. I still have him. He's got like no fucking accessories except for like the satellite dish and maybe one of the like green missiles. But nice. yeah, that's fine. He's <laughs> he's my childhood first Transformer. Vladbad, either of you excited for Shin Common Rider or its related merchandise? I think Hongo in the trench coat looks pretty cool. Yeah, no, I I was pumped, but now I'm stoked. Yeah, uh, the, the a trench coat's a good was vibe. Floating around. The, the trench coat's a good vibe, and also there was like a scene that not necessarily got leaked, but like started showing up on uh, Twitter. And it's just him just fucking, like, beating the shit out of, like, SWAT Team Shocker guys. Oh, cool. And it's so gory. It's, like, Tarantino plus gory. 
Ooh. Um, like, there's big is, fucking is there, swatches of land being painted red. It's amazing. Is there a uh, way for us to watch it here? I don't know. Okay. I really hope so. I'm sure we'll. I'm cause... sure the internet will find a way to watch it. But I mean, yeah, yeah, cool. I'm. I'm. That sounds fucking rad. Yeah, I'm into it now. Yeah, hundred percent. The toy. The to toy looks it. fantastic. Mm-hmm. The band. Yeah, no. I. I think I might have to jump on the figure art for it because, like, was was it a figure art? Yeah, it's a figure art. I believe so. I think uh, I think Bandai Figure Arts still does all the common Rider right. stuff. I'll let I'll let you know so. if I see it when I'm in Japan, and I'll grab you one. That would be sick as titties, yeah. and I will pay you back right away for yes. that, or yes. transfer Good. you however much it is. We'll, we'll figure it out. Good we'll, stuff. We'll talk about it over Good. ramen when you get stuff. here before you fly. Yes, that's Good. Black that's jelly so bean man. Pep, how's your knee doing? I hope it's well. Um, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's alright. <laughs> it's no longer fucked from the floor dildo? It is no longer fu- fucked from, from the parking lot dildo that I tripped Excellent. on. Um, okay. Yeah, it it has bad days, it has good days, but for the most part it's fine. Good, good, I'm glad. I'm glad it's it's healing up as well. That's, uh, I was worried for, uh, for a bit it's, there. It's good. Black Jelly Bean Man continues with Tony. That's me. I know you collect Batmobiles, well, sort of. Uh, have you seen the new McFarlane '86 Batmobile or Batwing? Ooh. Uh, I've seen the Batwing. It looks pretty fucking cool. I haven't seen uh, it. Do I need a Batwing? Probably not, but I'm sure I could make some space for it. Uh, I don't think I've seen. No, I don't think I've seen the '80s '89 Batmobile yet. I've seen the but Adam that... West Boomer Bait bullshit um, McFarlane Batmobile. Which, yeah, I which, love that one. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It looks really it's so uh, good. Yeah, the quality's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, I need to look this up because I I have the original Tim Burton Kenner release of it. Right. And it is not that great. Of a toy. <laughs> it's it's open canopy and oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, this looks fucking amazing. I think I'm gonna have to get that one. Are they doing yeah. a Keaton Batman as well? I kind of hope so. Uh, oh, looks like, looks like they are. Oh, I was gonna say, who else is gonna fucking ride in it? Um, doesn't look. Oh, it's huge. Oh, it's very big. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. Uh, maybe (laughs) it's now on the maybe list due to size yeah well if it's roughly the same size as the 66 batmobile is Mm -hmm. that's doable or i could be a crazy person so i installed brackets (laughs) to like fit my batmobiles because i'm like i just want four batmobiles i just want 66 keaton and uh, both Schumachers. That's all I want. That's all I give a shit about. Um, so I think... Yeah. I, I bought brackets to hold two of those Batmobiles up. I think if I can swing it, I could probably make it work. <laughs> okay, we're ba- it's back on the list. It's back on the list. It's probably going to have to happen. Batmobiles yep. back on the menu, boy. <laughs> 
But yeah, I know that Kenner one, like, it's great. I got it from Cherry Bomb. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it needs an upgrade mm. as well. The, the goal one was to get the, uh, Batman Returns version with the, like, the full cover and it, like, has the, the sides that shoot off to become the Bat Torpedo. Right. But I just, I have never seen it anywhere. Maybe one day. <sighs> Yawn words. Maybe one day you'll find it. Maybe. Or I'll just get this McFarlane one because I don't need... Well, I don't know. There's something charming about having the, like... Get both, motherfucker. Oh, I guess so. No, there's something charming about, like, the toy versions of them because mm. they're not accurate to how the Batmobiles look. But they're, like, what I remember playing with at right. my friends' houses. Right. Because they had them and I didn't. <laughs> Which is why we do what we do. Also, Wayne Manor I need to upgrade. Actually, no. The Wayne Manor I have is from the animated series. So it's, like, a nice representation of, yeah. like, my love for the animated series. Because I did really like TAS when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was a good-ass show. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just weird that, like, Batman for me ends in the 90s, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm broken. No, no, you're great. There's nothing... No, there's let, me, let me have this. Let me have this, uh, this weird fucking... Let me, just have, let me just have that as my identity. Well, I guess this fucking episode's over. Um... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, uh, good shit. Um... Uh, mild, mild to soft Reggie update. Ooh, boop, we boop, love boop, that. Boop, boop, boop. Soft um, me harder. Okay, so uh, Reggie will be at ToyCon UK this year. I will not be attending. Fuck yeah. Reggie will be. Um, he'll be no. available from the Transmission Toy booth uh, alongside Ooh. some other greats like Retro Band will have a toy at the booth as well, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, Dude, sick. It will be a micro run of 10-ish units. Um, Okay. So, um, I think I will send eight of them to ToyCon UK. And for Reggie fans, this side, stateside, Canada side, North America side, uh, or international if you're not in the UK, um, I'm going to have a handful of them that I'll do a micro lottery for. Oh shit, here we go. Yeah, so I'm gonna gonna make sure um the diehards are taken care of. So if that's something you're interested in, um you can check WeLoveReggie.com. That will give you the links to the Discord where Reggie has a little secret Discord. Um so yeah, just so people who aren't attending the convention who do want a convention exclusive, um, you will have an opportunity to do so. Um I'm not showing photos of it just yet. Um but his name will be Trustworthy Reggie. And, uh, it is because he has a gold tooth and what's more trustworthy than a guy with a gold tooth. Oh, I'm excited to see what the other colors of him will be. Mm, So exciting. But yeah, that's, that's the Reggie update. So, uh, yeah, ToyCon UK, Transmission Toy Booth. If you're in the UK, you can get yourself a Reggie. If you're not in the UK, you might also have a chance to get yourself a Reggie, so... That is exciting. Yeah, definitely make sure to check back on um, WeLoveReggie.com for that, as well as the two Discords. Yes. Uh, there's a, a Reggie Discord and there's a Toy World Discord. Um, I'm very positive everything's going to be announced through there as well. Hell yeah. 
um yeah that's that's it that's all uh was there anything you wanted to say to the people tony uh yeah uh if you enjoyed this episode written review on itunes and follow us on spotify uh we already did the go to weloveridge.com thing so doubling down on that um if you don't listen if you aren't part of our discords already weloveridge.com and unluckydragon.com i don't know actually on that website it's just like a a secret link on on, oh. on I own bloodgoblin.com. Oh, okay. So wait, Unlucky Dragon is someone else? Unlucky Dragon is me, but it's Yeah. It's a secret link to a fictional restaurant. Yeah. That hints Oh, for at, some reason I thought it was a its own other website. website. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just no, part I'm... it's part of weloveregie.com and it's a secret oh. hint for a toy that's coming that is still in the works, so I haven't talked about it much. <laughs> yeah. Until now. Uh, you're welcome, and I'm sorry. No, it's all, um, it's all good, buddy. Wow, I'm really spinning the fucking wheels here right now, aren't I? Well, and remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah, catch out of the bag now, man. Oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. Man, no. My mouth full on tastes like I've been eating pretzels. I thought you were going to say something different than pretzels, and I'm glad you said pretzels. Me too, but now I'm concerned because I fucking hate pretzels. <laughs> like the rolled gold ass kind. Like, those are gross. Oh, soft pretzel, like, though? Fuck me up. Soft daddy, pre- oh, I'll, I'll soft fuck pretzel. with a soft pretzel every, every day. You ever dunk one I of could. them shits in some mutard? Like, uh, no, I'm more of the, like, zesty, cheesy boy myself. Mm, or, or, like, or just butter that's liquefied. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. garlicky butter action. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm into that. But no, I just, I feel like someone just rolled gold it into my mouth, and I hate that. There's probably an episode in there. <laughs>